In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This Sunday is called Sexagesima, which means that we are roughly 60 days away from Easter. The three Jesima Sundays that precede Ash Wednesday and the beginning of Lent align beautifully with the three great solas of the Reformation. Sola gratia, sola scriptura, and sola fide. Our focus this morning is on the second of these, sola scriptura. Scripture alone is the foundation upon which Christ has promised to build his church. 500 years ago, the Reformers echoed the words of St. Paul, boldly confessing the truth that the true church is built only on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, in other words, upon the New and Old Testaments, the Word of God, with Christ Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone. How does the church grow? Our fathers knew the answer, only through the pure teaching and preaching of the Word of God. But it would seem that most of the church today has forgotten this truth. Do a Google search for church growth strategies, and you will be presented with 85 million results. I'm not exaggerating. That's literally the number, 85,300,000 to be exact. These sites were on the first page of results. Ten powerful church growth strategies in 2021 and beyond. Twenty-five actionable strategies for rapid church growth. Church growth specialists, strategy, branding, technology, and marketing services starting at 5K. Glaringly absent from all the strategies recommended by the experts is the only method of church growth that actually works, the faithful preaching of the pure word of God. It is possible to grow an organization using the techniques of the experts. Follow their advice, and it's likely that you will be able to attract more people, raise more money, build more campuses, enlist more volunteers, etc. The organization may even accomplish good things in the lives of its members and the surrounding community. But never confuse this activity with the church that is built by Jesus Christ. The true church is found only where the word of God is preached in truth and purity and the sacraments are rightly administered. Our Lord's church will never be the biggest, the coolest, or the trendiest. In fact, count on the opposite. Since the world, the devil, and your sinful nature are arrayed in opposition against the word of God, you can be sure that the true church will always appear unattractive and impoverished according to worldly standards. And yet, among this undesirable, poor, miserable group of sinners, our Lord Jesus, the chief architect of his church, is at work as he has promised to be, bestowing his gifts and freely granting us forgiveness, life, and salvation. 
The first verse of our parable this morning gives us the entirety of God's church growth program. Here it is. A sower went out to sow his seed. That's it. So beautifully simple. No demographic studies, no strategic partnerships, no self-assessments. None of the things we might be tempted to run out and do. That's actually the whole point. We don't do anything. We don't organize, strategize, or mobilize. God does it. He grows his church. The sower went out to sow his seed. Consider the fact that you are a believer and a member of the church of Christ. How did that happen? Was it your resolve, your efforts, your choice? No, the sower went out and sowed his seed. That's how you came to faith. God did it. He went out. He found you. He sowed the pure seed of his holy word within your heart. And then by his Holy Spirit, he caused that seed to take root, to blossom, and to grow Scripture alone is how God builds his church. Where you see any other foundation for church growth, you can be certain that what is being grown is not the true church. You might ask, if God alone builds his church on the foundation of Scripture alone, then what do we do? Do we have a part in God's church? Yes, Jesus answers, this is your task. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 8. Your responsibility as a member of the body of Christ is to hear the word of God and hold it fast with the heart that has been made honest and good by the cleansing blood of Jesus. This is the most important thing you will ever do in your life, and it has eternal consequences. In the parable of the sower, Jesus tells us about four different types of soil, four types of hearers. Three of these four do not keep on hearing the word of God and are ultimately lost. And it's no accident that they do not hear. The enemies of God all conspire together to prevent you from hearing these life-saving words. And which enemies are these? The devil, the wicked world, and your own sinful nature. We call these three the unholy trinity, and each of the worthless soils corresponds to one of these three enemies. First, the devil conspires to snatch away the seed before it can even penetrate your heart and awaken faith in Christ. He and his fallen angels are the birds that gobble up the seed when it is first scattered on the hardened ground. Every one of us is by nature hardened to the word of God. Every one of us would have been lost had not the Holy Spirit directly intervened, softened our hearts, and brought us to repentance. Only by grace alone did that seed take root and faith begin to grow in your heart. 
The fact that you believe and confess Christ is a miracle that God performed within you, a miracle by which he thwarted the designs of Satan and added you to the number of the elect. But now, even though that faith is rooted in your heart, the old evil foe does not give up. He's in league with the other enemies of God to destroy your faith by any means. And so the wicked world seeks to choke out your faith with the many cares of life, with pleasures, and with endless busyness, entertainment, sports, work, family events, catching up on sleep, fear of COVID. Any of these things can be used to keep you from hearing the word of God. And since faith comes by hearing, without hearing, your faith will die, no matter how strong you may consider it to be. The third enemy is your own sinful nature, which is in league with the world and the devil to starve and destroy your faith and to rob you of salvation. Jesus tells us of the seed that falls on the rocky ground. These are those who hear the word of God with joy, as you have done. But then because they have no root, they believe only for a while, but in time of testing fall away. The sinful nature has no interest in a deeper understanding of God's word. Instead of the pure teaching of Christ, it prefers to hear helpful tips for a more fulfilled life. It would rather be affirmed in sin than called to repentance. Sadly, this is why false teachers always have the largest churches. According to the sinful nature, we would rather hear milk-toast platitudes that make us feel good than the pure teaching of Christ that calls us sinners to repentance and faith. But Jesus commands you, He who has ears to hear, then let him hear. Hearing the words of Jesus is not optional for a Christian. This is our chief task while here on earth. Your very soul depends on it. So if you have a faithful pastor who gives you the words of Jesus, then give thanks to God and receive those words with gladness. But if you don't hear that pure teaching of Jesus every time your pastor opens his mouth, then your conscience is bound by scripture to seek out a faithful church where your faith can be strengthened and sustained by the pure words of Jesus. Nothing else matters. Sola Scriptura. A church built on any other foundation is no church at all. In fact, it is a dangerous deception, full of spiritual activities that will starve your faith and kill your soul. But in the true church, the one that Jesus builds with the seed of his holy word, there within that assembly where the word is proclaimed in truth and purity, where sinners can gather to be fed with the body and blood of our Lord Jesus, there we find the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation.
In the name of Jesus, amen.